Hello, I'm Craig Constantine. Hello, I'm Liki Tang. Hi, Liki. Thank you for inviting me to join you for a cup of coffee. Um, this one sounds a little different. Uh, Liki and I were exchanging some messages over LinkedIn, and she's like, hey, do you want to join me at a cafe? And I'm like, oh, that's that's mean. <laughs> yes, I would very <laughs> much love to join you for un tasse de café, mais uh, je pense it's too far. <laughs> Yeah, well, I think you forgot to mention that I'm from I'm in Paris. Did you say that? No, you didn't. No, I, I didn't say that. So Liki is torturing me by sitting in front of Le Grand Marche, which is the Great Steps or the Great Stair. Um, just out, uh, what's the full name of the Bastille? Just next to. What? Oh, sorry. What's the What's the Bastille's full name? The. It's yeah. um, the it's it's the Bastille. Yeah, it's like the Great Fort or something. I mean, but the Bastille is a very, very classic tourist uh, place to go visit, and there's a great big square. And so she's torturing me by sitting in a cafe. <laughs> but I love. I, I would love to come and visit Paris. Paris is really nice. And also, I forgot that you're about five hours ahead of me. So it looks like it's getting into the evening. So like the sun is going to start. The color is going to change. Yes. Um, anyway. Yes. Um, so that's what, if you're listening, who's listening? That's what you hear in the background. And occasionally the uh, Pompier de Paris will go by. Um, sure. I, want, yeah. I once saw them, I thought they didn't do this anymore, but I once saw them pull a cat off of someone's balcony. I thought they refused to do that anymore, but I saw that happen a few years ago. They um, don't do um, it anymore. <laughs> I, I, they don't do it anymore. Um, apparently it became such a cliche. They're like, this is an annoying waste of our time. So, but anyway. Um, so we do, as I say many times, a little conversation before we press record. And Leaky was talking about, you mentioned, um, I'm equally curious to know about how podcasting fits into what you do. Um, but let's start with exploration. So you were explaining to me that you use podcasting or that you, you sort of... Um, uh, explore you like force yourself to explore by giving yourself gifts for your birthday and that's how you got into podcasting was like i'm gonna do this for myself because then it doesn't have to have a goal and then you were talking about exploration so can you tell me was there something special about podcasting that made you think it would be maybe fun or um, challenging so that you wouldn't feel like you needed to have a goal? Like what drew you to podcasting to make that be your gift for yourself? Well, um, I've, already, I've always been interested in audio as a medium um, mm. because I listen a lot to radio and uh, I did a little bit of recording before we, since as soon as I have my handphone, I realized I can make recording with it. I started recording people around me because I think it's um, e such an easy way to to get, um, to share, to make it, um, to make people share their stories. And, um, and I've been a big consumer of podcasts, but I've never thought that I will have a podcast one day. Uh, the story is that uh, my birthday is in August. And as you know, everybody's on holiday in August, uh, including me. And uh, so it was two years ago uh, in August, I was on holiday in a very small, charming uh, village, fishing village. And uh, I was having a great time with my family. Uh, but I have this thing. I like to treat myself for my birthday because, um, because you know, um, because um, I have to be nice to myself. 
right? And remind myself. And um, and at the end of the day, I just thought, okay, well, it's almost midnight, but I haven't bought anything for myself. And really, and I <laughs> and I check my email, and I saw this this email from Seth Gordon and say, oh, you know, why don't you launch a podcast? And you're know, the 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 email email for the podcasting fellowship and i thought oh wow that's yo why not perfect timing right perfect timing yeah i love podcasting i love listening to podcasts i mean i love listening to podcasts and um why not learn some skills but i never thought i will be having a podcast myself but because um, because I did something that I had no intention to start, um, which is quite funny because um, because it's a gift. But usually, when I do something, I'm quite um, I'm quite focused, and this is I think it's how my brain is wired. I've been I've been trained this way. You know, whenever you do something, you have to have a goal. You know, well, if not, you're wasting your time. But for this time, I thought, okay, why don't let myself just be part of it and just let be guided you know and right. the podcasting fellowship is perfect for that because you know we are um there's the i mean you've been through that so i mean most of the listeners have been through <laughs> that so there's no way i mean unless you don't you decide not to connect <laughs> to the platform not to be uh, on the platform you have no way but to make progress and um so yeah, and and so I tried to play the game and say, okay, there's this new step. What I'm going to do? And so little by little, I built my, um, you know, I built my trailer, my introduction, my, you know, the different things. And then I thought, okay, it ended um, sometime in, I think, in October. And I thought, okay, I'm going to launch a podcast next next year. I'll do it. I'll launch it. I make the official launch on the first of January. But then there's this. I think they're called um, Podcast Pro program. It's like an after program that is led by uh, David Nivinsky and Mary and Maria. And um, so there were a couple of people, like a dozen of people, and um, and say, okay, why don't we do it a little bit? Um, it's never a step further. And uh, so we had we had targets every week, and you know because I decided to let myself be fully in the game, I launched my podcast. And then, and then um, there was something that was quite funny because uh, when I started launching the podcast, um, I think David insisted that we have to do it every week. We have to uh, to have an, to launch an episode, ship an episode every ship single it, week. But it was really difficult for me hmm. <laughs> because um, because you know when um, I didn't. I didn't set time to. I didn't. I didn't realize that it would take me so much time to do it. And um, and because I was still at the learning stage, um, I didn't want to outsource anything. So I was doing. It was eating up my time. And um, and um, I came to a stage that I was cheating myself <laughs> because <laughs> that's part of exploration, you know. Uh, um, I was cheating myself because. Um, because I couldn't do the you know one episode every week, I decided to cut the episode, the conversation into two, and have an episode um, you know split into two weeks. But then I thought, no, that's that's cheating, and I should not do that. You know, <laughs> I should not do that because I posted the first part, and but then I thought the conversation is so good, I want to listen to the next part but so what but were your then, first yeah. recorded what were your first recorded conversations about uh, i'm wondering how did you get from 
if you went into it all with such an open exploration with no idea of a goal, how did you get from there to using podcasting as part of your business to to help people in the, in the fashion industry explore their own thinking? Like the, these are two completely different things. Like how, what, what did you start with for your first conversations and how did you get from one to the other? Right. Um, I'm my, part of my, my business is to help um, purpose-driven fashion business founders grow the business. And, um, and um, there are so many um, iconic stories in the fashion industry because it's, um, a lot of things are based on communication. And, um, and um, yeah, and then I thought, okay, if I try to, instead of looking at, at uh, fashion stories, um, what if I look at people that are not in fashion business and what we could learn from those people? So my first conversation was, well, actually the first person that accepted to be on my podcast, and I'm very grateful <laughs> for her time and for, her, uh, for, for, for playing the game with me is, um, is uh, someone from South Africa who lives in Australia and who has launched um, a networking um, business for migrants. And I thought, wow, that's perfect. That's nothing to do with, you know, that's nothing to do with, um, with uh, the fashion business and, um, and with Paris and France. And, but, you know, uh, she's running a, um, a purpose-driven business. And so let's talk to her and see what we can learn from that. And yeah, and then and then I've been talking to people that are um, that are you know working in in another um, in other sectors, and um, and um, I really enjoy that because um, because um, because I think that you know um, the what do you call it the richness the the innovation in in um, in a lot of different areas where you don't expect it and when you least expect it and uh, talking to other people there's so many things that you could learn from another sector and could apply to the business and it's how yeah, you make access it to, sorry access to their other perspectives and you realize that the problems they're solving are actually pretty similar yeah that that's that's interesting that you were able to to think, I'm going to say outside the box, but to think from the very beginning that you could use this tool, podcasting, that you could use this tool um, to, to like go, like in my mind, I'm picturing like, well, I want to help these people over here to my left. I'm going to take the tool and I'm going to go in and interview these people that are completely apparently separate. Like they, these two groups are completely different. I think that's very insightful to use the tool to find gems and to bring those to the people that you're trying to serve. Um, have you found that, um, I'm just wondering how people in the fashion industry react to audio as the thing? Well, um, first of all, uh, some people don't understand what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Some people don't understand. Well, you are helping fashion business owners. Well, why are you talking to people that are teaching yoga or running a um, network? Yeah, in industry or something. Yeah. Like. And so some people don't understand, but some people do. And um, no, um, they initially, no, not many people uh, were listening to uh, to podcasts because, um, because um uh, the fashion business is um, mostly um, visual, um, sure, and sure. so it's not a medium for um, 
for the fashion industry. And it's still not. But, you know, um, there are people that are more advanced, in, like in any sector, that are on the edge and looking for new things. And those people will, um, will appreciate that. And, um, and um, yeah. yeah. We all talk about niche, right? So... Um, you know, you don't have to be the best in the world. You have to be the best in the niche that you're in. And it sounds like, okay, if the vast majority of people in the fashion industries aren't interested, that's okay. But there's going to be some, there's going to be that niche of people who are interested in some new medium. What can I find in this, from their point of view, completely unexplored space? They've never done anything in terms of trying to learn from audio. So I, I think that's a, a, a really well-positioned place to be. It wasn't intentional, really. <laughs> it wasn't intentional, but because I've started it, and um, but I think it's just like you know when you have a habit and your mind is framed in a certain way, it's really difficult to get rid of it. So mm. um, because I spent so much time, um, so much time working on this podcast, which is well, somehow at, when it started, it was um, a labor of love. But then when it started, when I was starting to struggle to get things out, I say, okay, that's it. That's okay. You have to sit back and really. Yeah, it turns into a slog. <laughs> yeah. Do you, Why? I'm wondering about the, you, you mentioned that, and I can totally see where this comes from. You mentioned that the people that who are listening to your podcast, they're, they're like incredulous. Why are you interviewing this person about yoga or why you, you're from their point of view, you're off in the weeds. And I'm wondering if you've tried to do anything. Um, so let, let's say you're going to interview me and I'm in the automotive industry. Um, do you introduce me and try to explain why what I have to say is meaningful or useful to people in the fashion industry? Or do you try to like strip it down so that they don't know who the person is? Like, I'm just wondering like how, what you've experimented with or what you might be doing to try to sneak the lesson in. Like, how do you get people in the fashion industry to listen to what these people have to say? Well, uh, when I first, uh, when I start um, the conversation, I don't ask the person to make an introduction because um, I just, well, actually now I, I agree have a, with you. Yeah, I don't want them to make an introduction because I want them. I, I well, that's that's a lot of work. But um, I after them after I edit the whole episode, I make the introduction. I write the introduction because I want the introduction to reflect uh, the main points, the main right. things that have been said during the conversation. And so I just um, let them uh, talk. But I have a you know I have a I call it conversation guide or something because um, um, there are certain things I want to know about them and um, because um, because well the the topics um oh I think most are really around the topic of why you're doing this you know the the why of your business the why are you going uh, why you are different and what what is the change you're trying to make with your business? Mm. And so that's um that's a question um that's a question that is not that's well I should not say that it's not a uh, that's a question that is not often asked. But the way I ask it is quite <laughs> different because because um 
because I, I know that my podcast, if, I mean, if I do my podcast and interview the same people asking the same questions, uh, like everybody else, I will have no value because there are not many people that will listen to my podcast. So if it's for like the 10th time, the person will say the exact thing, um, that has total no value. So what I'm trying, always trying to do is to, um, is to, uh, lead them to take, to share another part of the story. Like, for example, um, I interviewed this, um, this designer who's, who's, um, uh, who's quite known, uh, in the fashion industry. Uh, she's a net knitwear design, the designer. And the part of the story that is known in the fashion community is that, um, her designs have been copied by Chanel, um, on one of the catwalk and she sued them and she won the, 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 she she wants the case so this is the part of the story that um that everybody knows and i see no value in you know asking her to share this this um this same um, thing again the right. same thing again so I ask her you know i you know try to get deeper into the why she's going she's doing what she's doing why she's doing you know why she's creating this design and you know try to to understand yeah and to push her to get deeper and deeper and up to the point that at the end of the conversation, she thanked me. She said, she said that um, I help her. Um, I mean, she said that I'm a good interviewer, which I really, really believe that I'm not because um, uh, because I'm not. I know that I'm not. <laughs> uh, but um, I think it's just by trying to share her story from another angle. Sorry about that. <laughs> Um, yeah, to, to, to lead her to tell a story from another perspective that I think somehow I help her um, bring another perspective to her own journey. I don't know if it's, I'm making myself clear. Yeah, definitely. You, when you when you talk with someone and you create a space for them, it gives them the chance to like unpack and, and in their head they think, you know, they open that can and they go like, eh, that's not worth sharing. That's not worth sharing. And, and they eventually go, oh, but this thing at the bottom that I wouldn't have maybe gotten to if I hadn't had the time to talk with you about it. So that, that creation of space, that's like one of the biggest, most important parts. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think it's, uh, yeah, creation of space. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But what I do as well is that, um, but, you know, because the person is known for that, for you know, special topic, I'll make a brief, I mean, I mentioned that in the introduction. So my listeners could relate to say, oh, this is this person. And then, oh, mm. well, I'm going to learn another aspect of her journey. It's really, it's really interesting that I'm, I'm just like fixated on serving people, you know, to Venn diagrams that don't overlap. The people that I'm serving are in one space and I'm trying to get the the knowledge, the gems, the wisdom from this other group that they wouldn't normally interact with. And I think that's a really a really thoughtful way. Like you're you're really you're really going to you're setting yourself up for the hard work. Like you're really picking the difficult like okay, I see something in this person that I think would be useful and then I have to like not that the, what the person has to say is unnecessary, but you have to really like find where's the piece that's going to land with the people I'm serving. Yeah, but I think the gem is that it at the intersection of um, mm. of different stories or different approaches. It's like when you pieces different things that initially don't make sense together, 
but you just try to put them aside or then you realize, oh, well, you have, um, you know, you can have um, moments of serendipity, you know? Mm. Yeah. You find the connection that actually was there the whole time. Yeah. Well, as much as I always hate to say it, um, I think that's a good place to stop for today. Um, oh. It doesn't have to be our only conversation. <laughs> I'm just watching the time. Um, so, Liki, it was a pleasure. And um, I, I keep seeing the, <laughs> I guess they don't call them garçon anymore. The, the waiter keeps like going behind you oh, and sorry. I keep waving. I keep waving at him. <laughs> no, I'm trying to distract him. I'm like, boy, I just want to play. Sorry. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for taking the time out. And uh, if you haven't eaten yet, I hope you have something delicious and maybe a glass of wine if that's your. No, Perrier. <laughs> Perrier. Well. Uh, so, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. It's a lovely conversation.